to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Welcome to our eight-week summer series of episodes to help you ditch the summer diets and start making peace with your current beach body. We want to be in your ears this summer to delete those diet-restrictive ways, become educated on the effects of diets, and learn how to make those mindset shifts to build a healthier relationship with your mind and body. Hey there, today we have the honor of talking with registered dietitian Carly, also known on Instagram as Mindful Eating Dietitian. Carly shares her story with a previous job of being a bariatric dietitian and what she has learned from her patients. This has led her to help women learn how to make a better relationship with food. In this summer series, we talk about a popular hot topic in diet culture, yep, carbs. How to make peace with carbs. We have covered this topic briefly before, but there is still so much out there demonizing carbs. And Carrie is here to tell us about the importance of carbs and how to let go of this restricted way of eating. She also shares how and why our bodies change in the seasons of life. So join us for this conversation. Well, Carly, it is so great to have you here with us. Will you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yes, thank you so much for having me. My name is Carly. I'm a registered dietitian. I am the owner of Play With Carly Virtual Practice, where I help women improve their relationship with food while reaching their, their nutrition goals. Um, I am based in Philly with my husband and my my uh, newborn-ish, think four months now, Roman, <laughs> um, and my dog Apollo. Um, yeah, and I and I love to um, cook. I love to eat, and I love to um, engage in joyful movement. Oh, I love that, and I love your Instagram handle. You tell everyone what that is too. Yeah, so mindful eating. So in the space of social media, I just found that it it always kind of always went down to, to mindful eating. When people wanted to improve their relationship with food or improve their digestion. Um, and there's just so many benefits of mindful eating, especially um, being at home and, you know, during COVID and in isolation, people kind of, you know, really have to sit with themselves um, and think about food and, you know, it being right there and so easy accessible um, and trying to navigate what it, what, what food means to them and, and how to incorporate it into a healthy diet. Um, and I think mindful eating can definitely help with all of that. So it's one part of, of my, my practice that I incorporate with my clients, but it's not, you know, all I focus on. Um, but I think it is a great, a good approach to, to start to, you know, have a better relationship with food and, and understand what food means to you. And before I hit record, we were talking about your dietetics program and your master's degree. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we study nutrition, we also <laughs> look at the disease related. What made you go mm -hmm. in the side of mindful eating? Yeah, so um, I I still incorporate all of that really into it. 
Um, and like I said, just I working in the field for, for quite some time um, and seeing that it always kind of went down to, to, to deeper than just, you know, what should I eat? Um, how should I eat? It's more of that emotional aspect around food. And I was a former, former bariatric dietitian, actually, for weight loss surgery. And it, it, it was just so much more working with those clients. You saw that psychological aspect. Um, that they had and that many of them did have. And, you know, you have to really understand how food plays a role. You know, food is a big part of our lives, right? From when we are a baby to to child to, to growing up. And it has so many aspects in our lives from social environment, um, you know, and it's always, it's always there. It's a big factor. It's something that we have to do multiple times a day, right? Every day. Um, so if you n- never really get the root of, you know, how does food make you feel? How, how's your relationship with food? Um, are you a stress eater? Are you an emotional eater? Um, if you don't address those issues and if you're just telling people, this is what you should eat, this is how you should eat, and not understanding deeper about how it affects them, um, how they manage stress, how they, how they manage um, situations. And, you know, if they lean on food and you don't ask that as a dietitian, then you're, you're, it's, not, it's not going to make those um, behavioral changes that we want to see in the long term. I think when we work with our clients, we almost have to ask, how is this day? How are you feeling? What was going on in your yes. schedule? I mean, it's like yeah. getting to know them personally inside and out with their thoughts. And you saw that firsthand with being in the bariatric field. Mm-hmm. The surgery is not the quick fix. You know, you have to dig exactly. a little bit deeper and find how they feel about food and the relationships with food. Exactly, exactly. Because, yeah, it's, it's not like the surgery and it's done, you know. You still have to make those behavioral changes. And if you aren't getting down to the root of, you know, why are you, you stressed or how are you managing your stress or uh, how are you managing your emotions, you know, what other things in your life um, are you missing that you may thinking that, that it's your weight that you want to change, but it's you want love from somebody, your, your kids or, or something. So it's, it's so much deeper. And then we just think it's, it's, an easy, it's an easy route to just say, I want to lose weight. Oh, or I want to change my body. Um, and you think that's going to be the, the answer to it when it's, when it's not going to be, um, and it's something more. And I know this is kind of off topic, but I think it is very important, just like with bariatric surgery, they can gain mm-hmm. the weight back like with any other diet. And I've seen mm-hmm. it, you have seen it, where they lost over 100 pounds and then they gain it back. Um, yeah. How do you uh, take your clients from that position? Yeah, so... When you when you change your your body, um, you have to you have to know that it it can always change. You know, I, I was recent. I recently I have a four month old, right? I was I was pregnant. Now I'm not pregnant. Those body changes, um, no, no matter who you are, it, it you think about it because your body changing affects you, and and how you your thought process around it is like how do you manage that? And I think that's where mindful mindfulness in general plays a, a big role in in your um, way of thinking, you know, having positive having positive um, thoughts as well as knowing that, you know, that it's okay that your body changes and our bodies are meant to change. Um, and if you're trying to manipulate that through drastic measure, measure, measures like surgery, um, it, it can 
definitely mentally put a, a big um, like burden on you just thinking that, okay, if I do this, this is the answer to all my problems and it's going to stay that way. But no, it, it takes work. It takes time. It takes understanding. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just knowing that our bodies are meant to change, I think is a big, a big part of, of having that, that healthy relationship. Um, and knowing that, you know, food isn't the only reason why our body might change. <laughs> but there's, you know, there's, there's hormones, um, our, our physical, physical movement and, there's just so many other reasons why our bodies may, may change and food is not always the answer. Yes. And you fit right in with our summer series of the de- diet detox. And we kind of have talked about um, topics, you know, like those those quick fixes, those fad diets, those myths. And mm-hmm. I know um, the topic for today was how to make peace with carbs because they can get a really bad rap. Um, how do you help someone trying to bring carbs into their diet? Yeah, so I love this topic because <laughs> I love carbs. <laughs> and, I, you know, with diet culture, carbs is just like the first thing to go. So, you know, I think how to make peace with carbs is first, like, what does that look like to you? What does making peace with carbs mean? Does it mean that it's not consuming your mind all the time? You know, does it mean that, you know, you can... Um, have your, your favorite carb, whether that's like pizza or french fries, um, without feeling guilt. So, you know, define and imagine, like close your eyes, like what does making peace with carbs feel like? What does it look like? Um, and I think that's like the, the first step, I would, I would say. And then, you know, giving yourself permission to eat carbs. Carbs that, you know, if you're not, you know, I always say if it's not, Spoiled, or you're not allergic to it, all foods get it, right? Um, so, you know, knowing that, you know, you can have all carbs, give, your, give yourself permission to eat all carbs, and to give yourself permission to eat all carbs, that is removing the labels, good carbs versus bad carbs, um, you know, remo- removing those type of, of labels around, around carbs. Um, so, yeah, removing the labels, um, giving yourself permission, and defining what does making peace with carbs look like to you? And carbs can range from anything to starchy breads to dairy to fruits. What, yeah. am, I, what am I missing? <laughs> yeah, and I think, and that's that's another another big component is understanding carbs. You know, you know, in my practice, it's, it's so interesting. Like, so many people don't know what foods have carbs in it, <laughs> right? So just understanding carbs. You know, why we need them. You know, that's the number one energy source our body uses. It's the preferred energy source of the brain. Um, and how does it affect your body? You know, so I'm sure there's like people always think they have to get rid of gluten. Um, you know, does, does bread make you feel, you know, bloated? Does it, is it giving you symptoms? If it's not, then why are you eliminating that? Um, so knowing how those parts affect your body and not basing off someone else's. Um, so really getting a better understanding of, you know, why we need carbs, how does it affect your body, um, and just getting a better understanding. That's where that mindful eating really does come into play. Like, okay, how'd you feel before eating? How are you feeling while it's happening? You know, and how do you feel after? Do you feel good? Do you feel satisfied? Um, you know, do you feel tired? Do you like, do you like how that feels? It's really kind of getting 
curious with yourself. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's, oh, it's, a, it's an ongoing process, really. It's not just like, okay, I know that, um, you know, having too much is not good for me. I'm never going to have too much again. No, just know that you, that might happen again, but you, you remember now you have more understanding. You are more aware at that time of how it, how you felt, um, that maybe, you know, those, those small changes will come over time, but that awareness and just like p- paying attention to your body is very valuable to your, for you, you know, instead of ignoring it, you know, there's just so much going on and, you know, we, we eat, um, while we drive, while we work, while we're doing so many other things, we're not thinking about the actual food and how it may be affecting our body. So it's giving you that, that time to really think about like, did I even enjoy that? Did, did that really make me feel good? Um, so yeah. So understanding how carbs affect you. And if someone feels scared maybe to have their favorite carbs in the house, they may feel like they're mm-hmm. going to go out of control and overeat. Which steps, what steps would you take with them? Yeah, so I, I, that's, that's such a great question um, because that's a, a big thing that people do is I, I don't keep in the house, you know? And what happens when you do keep it in the house? What, what happens when you get them? That's why I said the first, very first thing is giving you that permission to eat all foods. What what happens if you give yourself that permission to eat it? You know, it's it's really a, a mind thing. It's just like what I say is like the example of like that um that that boyfriend that your your parents didn't want you to date. You want to date them more, right? You know. So once we we put that um, restriction around it, we constantly think about it more. So giving yourself that permission to eat that food that you may think that goes overboard and I think that's why it's important to work with a dietitian and a therapist to dive deeper into you know why why can you not have it in the house um, and how can we navigate it is it, be, is it are you afraid to overeat it why are you overeating is it stress is it so it's really understanding well, why you're doing what you're doing is it because you are putting that restriction in the first place that you feel like you can't have it so again, when you give yourself that permission to keep it in the house um, and having that abundance mindset, right? Um, know that you may surprise yourself that, oh, you know what? Uh, for example, I had one client who um, had a, had ice cream in her fridge and she, you know, ate it straight from the, cart, the container and then put it back and had it for, she surprised herself that, you know, she had it for a, a longer period of time than she she thought that she could just have it all in one sitting. So she just really just paid more attention to, you know, how she was eating it. Um, just giving her that, this crystal, that permission to, to have, have the ice cream in the house. So, yeah, I really think it's really just having that abundance mindset, knowing that um, all foods, all carbs can fit into your diet um, if, if it's good for you. And then um, yeah, giving yourself that permission. And you pointed something out very helpful in there of like, keep working with your dietitian or therapist because you're digging under mm-hmm. and finding those feelings and connections that is related to the food. That's absolutely. Yeah. It's not, I, I think that's where some people may think like, Oh, I saw a dietitian one time. It's like one time is not enough. Right. It's, it's like a friend, like you, you build that relationship and you open up more and then, yeah, just t- talking out, talking it out out loud to a professional 
helps you be clear in, in your thought process too. And sometimes they may not even realize it, you know, previously mm-hmm. until they have to talk to you. And then they are like, oh, yeah, I did do that because of this. And I didn't mm-hmm. even realize that until now. So their aha moments exactly. kind of come out when they are discussing it with you. Exactly, exactly. And I remember one one client, one, one situation, for example, like she, she messaged me. She was like, Carly, I'm craving Cheetos. I'm like have the Cheetos. <laughs> she, she had the Cheetos. And she's like, it was great. I moved on, you know? And that's like that piece of food, like the piece of carbs is like, you're saying like you, you want something, but you feel like you shouldn't have it. And then it's consuming your mind, giving yourself that permission. Like it is okay to, to have the Cheetos. <laughs> it's okay. What would you tell someone that wants to go on a low carb or keto diet? They are seeing their friends have good <laughs> results. Their doctor maybe has even told them mm-hmm. to uh, go on a low carb diet to maybe reduce their triglycerides or lower their weight, which I've all heard. Mm-hmm. What would you say to yeah. them? <laughs> yeah. So I would ask like, okay, well, what can you tell me about a low carb diet? What does that mean to you? Um, and I under, help them understand what does the low carb diet actually mean? Um, it doesn't mean, you know, only having one fruit a day. <laughs> Um, so helping them navigate what does low carb mean to them. And then, cause I think, you know, being a dietitian, we know that low carb, that's that macro range. Um, but to the general public, when I think low carb, it means eliminating all carbs. And then and again, under giving them that, that knowledge so that they can make those decisions themselves. It's like my ultimate goal for my clients is for them to be, become their own nutrition expert. So you have to, you know, have some acceptance have some accountability and have that education component. If you don't know what a carb is, how are you going to have a low carb diet? Um, you know, and then understanding why you're doing that um, is, is, is important. Sure. And I also want to point out that I think for doctors giving that information, that's a, a quick fix that they can give to them at one time. Um, and remember, mm-hmm. doctors don't take as much nutrition education as dietitians. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Just getting that information, being educated on what carbs are, you know, vegetables, uh, broccoli has carbs. And, mm-hmm. you know, notice how your body if body feels with that. Uh, I <laughs> years ago, um, it was like college-ish maybe. I did a really dumb thing and I did a, the Atkins diet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed to lose all that fun college weight off <laughs> and, um, no shame in there. No shame. Um, but I went on a very low Atkins diet and I have shared this before. Um, I even passed out from it and at a place at work and I just was not feeling my best. And I had to go through a number of tests from, heart tests to balance tests to all the Mm -hmm. above. And I knew deep down, I was just not fueling my body right. And that's what happens Mm -hmm. when you eliminate carbs. You're um, get kind of that. I I feel even the brain fog. You're not thinking right. You just don't have the energy. Yeah. And then you end up maybe at nighttime overeating carbs. You know, you're sick it all day. And then at nighttime is when you, you overeat with the carbs. And it's just like, okay, if we can maybe balance out our carbs throughout the day, if we can understand pairing a protein with your fat with carbs can help 
manage your, your blood sugars, manage your hormones, keeping the energy energy levels um, balanced. Um, again, and it's a, it's a work in progress, and it's, it's ongoing. Um, you know, I've been working with a client for over a year now, and like, she has this information, but just checking in with me from time to time was like, oh, I'm realizing I'm snacking more at night. I'm like, you, you notice you're you're skipping on the carbs a little bit more. Is that intentional? She's like, no, I didn't even realize it. You know, just like anyway, like just paying attention to what you're eating um, from time to time. Checking with your with your dietitian is helpful just to, to check in with yourself. Because like, yeah, we know this information, but again, we have so much going on in our in our day, and we may for, forget sometimes. Um, and it may be intentional um, that you may forget to forget the carbs. Um, it could be because other again, you're, you're surrounding other people around you are also just taking out the carbs too, and you're not thinking about that yourself. But like, yeah, it's it's important to have it throughout the day and and have that balance. Uh, who are the clients or the audience that you work with? Yeah, pre- predominantly um, women of color who are um, millennials between twenty five to thirty five. Some, sometimes older, sometimes younger, some, some men too, but that's mainly who I attract. Um, usually women who are either trying to become pregnant or, or mothers. Um, so I really focus on um, more of a preventative standpoint. So overall, people, women who want to improve their relationship with food at the same time, you know, improve their health with nutrition. You know, we know that food has a big impact on, on our health. So I do help my clients with that and just to get a better understanding of, you know, food, how to um, eat so they're satisfied instead of still feeling hungry afterwards. So it's really just, you know, nutrition education and preventative nutrition um, with a woman focus. I love that. And where can people connect with you? Yeah, they can connect with me on, on Instagram, Mindful Eating Dietitian, and on my website, uh, www.cravewithcarly.com. Awesome. You have um, some great reels, some great posts that really just nail those little, I'm going to call them hiccups that we have in our mind. Do you have any popular mm. ones that have really resonated with your audience? Mm. Um, I honestly think it's the ones with the preventative nutrition where, you know, you don't have to wait to get a, a diagnosis um, from a doctor to to start focusing on nutrition. You know, we all definitely have different motivations and sometimes, you know, that fear of, of getting a disease or, or something does motivate some of my clients to come see me, but just like, you know, keep pushing that, that message out there, that preventative, preventative health is, is important um, and food does impact, impact your health and you don't have to wait wait for the doctor to tell you to, to see a dietitian um, to work on, on your nutrition. Any other last takeaways? Yeah, I would just say, you know, know that it's possible to make peace with carbs. Um, carbs are our friends and food and not your enemy. Um, and and we need them and they give us energy. They make, they make us feel good. And, um, yeah, you know, if you feel confused about, about um, how to make peace with carbs or how to have a, a balanced diet with incorporating carbs, definitely reach out and meet with a dietitian that you connect with. Ah, that's why we're here. That's we love what we do, right? You love what you do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. A uh, couple of quick closing questions. Oh, just want to ask your favorite summer drink, food and movement. My favorite summer drink, I would say is definitely water. 
water and rosé. <laughs> no, summertime, <laughs> rosé. <laughs> uh, and my favorite movement. Um, I have, so since like postpartum, running has not been as easy as it used to be. So just, just being, giving myself grace and um, building up my endurance. But running has been a, a big one dancing um and my new one that i'm trying to be more consistent with is, is tennis so a few i like to change up my nice <laughs> movement you know keep it interesting so. i think that's what makes it fun and makes it consistent too <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. And, favorite food. and favorite food food Ooh, summer food i love grilling um so grilled corn um grilled shrimp so grilled, grilled zucchini um so anything grilled I'm down for it. Carly, it has been such a pleasure to talk with you. And thank you for your time for sharing these helpful tips to move forward and ditching those diet ways and making peace with carbs. Thank you so much. With diet culture at the grocery store and on social media, it just consumes our mind. And in this series, we are here to stop that. That is why we are doing this. I enjoyed so much talking with Carly about giving yourself permission to eat carbs and be mindful about the food and our body. I also loved her background as a bariatric dietitian because yes, it may be a treatment, but as a dietitian and talking with other patients and clients, we see it firsthand. Food is not the base of the problem. That's just a physical fix. And Carrie shared so many helpful tips to help our minds defeat this battle to normalize carbs. Yep, I said it. Let's normalize carbs. So hope this has inspired you for the week to go ahead and let go of it. Have the carbs. Enjoy it. I want to thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.